You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And welcome back into BetQL Daily all this week. Ed, Joe, and Aaron are off. Hopefully you're hanging with us anyway alongside the other J-Rod, Jim Rodriguez. I'm Chris Mack. Tomorrow, J-Rod's on the road. So Kate Constable will be in with me. And then Wednesday and Thursday, it's J-Rod and I. And then Friday, if <laughs> write all this down, okay? Uh, Friday, <laughs> it's J-Rod and Kate. And we will keep you covered here on BetQL Daily from 9 to noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific, every single weekday. Presented by BetMGM right here live coast to coast on the BetQL Network on your free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download it today and watch the show, twitch.tv slash BetQL. The information up on the screen right now as it relates to the AFC. Why are we talking about this right now? Well, look. It's that time of year where there's not a lot going on in the NFL, J-Rod, but what little bit is out there right now is kind of focused on DeAndre Hopkins and the two teams he's talking to, at least the two teams that have reportedly made offers to him, are fringe AFC playoff teams. At least if they, if they have a good year, could be in the conversation. DeAndre Hopkins could be the piece that makes them a wild card team in Tennessee or New England. You're in Miami. You get to see the Dolphins closely. I'm in Pittsburgh. I get to see the Steelers closely. We just got done talking about those two teams. But what about DeAndre Hopkins and how he affects the balance in that second to third tier of the AFC? Because we all agree, I think, for the most part, most of us agree, that it's Kansas City, Cincy, and Buffalo, right? That, that's tier one in the AFC. And then you run into the second tier, which is probably Miami, Baltimore, L.A., okay? And then right there in that conversation, maybe the Steelers. Mm, Jacksonville certainly in there, probably a part of that second tier, third tier, uh, coming off a playoff appearance last year, and Trevor Lawrence continuing to develop. But where do teams like, well, the Titans and the Patriots and the Jets and even the Browns, who we got done talking about a moment ago, where do they fit in? to this conversation. And so DeAndre Hopkins kind of affects the balance of power in those teams that consider themselves in the seven to 10 range, probably. And really are probably all fighting for the same final wild card spot in the AFC. Yeah. I guess if you're, if you're a DeAndre Hopkins, you're thinking to yourself, all right, you have offers from Tennessee and from new England. How far can you get with either one of those teams? In other words, with with New England, there's the familiarity of, of Bill O'Brien as the offensive coordinator, but is, is Mac Jones, are you confident enough that Mac Jones is going to get you there? But then in Tennessee, where are you in Tennessee? You know, I mean, I think the Jaguars are, are head and shoulders the best team in that division. I think Houston got a lot better. 
I think yeah. Indy's a big wild card, literally and figuratively. I mean, I mean, what are they? Is Anthony Richardson going to be the quarterback there? What, what's happening? And then there's Tennessee. What are they? I think there's so many questions that I think Jackson. It's Jacksonville's to lose. If if I'm DeAndre Hopkins, I I can see why he is waiting uh, before he puts he signs the the line that is dotted because. I don't think neither either one of those teams is really going to get you much. I don't think either one of those teams are a playoff team, even with DeAndre Hopkins in it, uh, in, in the lineup. The team that I am super high on, Chris, this year are the Denver Broncos. I think they oh. have an opportunity to sneak in as the final wild card. I've, I've got them in. I've got the Chargers out. I, I think Brendan wow. Staley does more harm than good in L.A. Mm-hmm. Sure, they're going to score a lot of points, but they're going to give up a lot of points. And I just – I'm not a fan of Brandon Staley. And I think having a guy in the room in Denver, a guy like Sean Payton who knows what he's doing, has the pedigree, I think he will get Russell Wilson under control. I think that team has got super amounts of talent. And, and the Broncos are playing a terrible schedule because they were a terrible team. I think the Chargers right. have to play a second-place schedule. So I think it's going to come back and, and, and bite them. I would definitely go with any Bronco over in wins, uh, and I've got them as that last playoff spot. I, I think I think it's going to be Denver, Pittsburgh, that sort of – that's going to be the fight for that last playoff spot in the AFC East. That's interesting because I can't lean in on Denver. You make so, a, ton, a ton of great points about what Sean Payton does for the organization there and what he does for the team, the ability to maybe rein in Russell Wilson just a little bit. But as long as Russ is the guy there, I have a really hard time leaning in on them. Although, if you're a believer like J-Rod is on the Broncos, the best number you're going to find them at to make the playoffs is actually at BetMGM. They are 2-1 to there to make the playoffs. They're uh, anywhere from... 175 to 185 at the other handful of books. If you shop them, they are one of those teams of the 15 teams in the AFC. Eight are minus money to make the playoffs. Seven are plus money. Now that's interesting to me. That's, that's the book saying, yeah, we got no idea who's going to get that last spot. We really don't. We got no idea because if you scroll down through the numbers, you end up at Miami minus 105 and Chargers minus 115 for that final spot. One of them is at minus money, and according to Vegas here, uh, would not make the playoffs if you just rank them by odds. What gets me is that there's still so much belief in the Jets just based on the Aaron Rodgers acquisition. I can't get on board with that. drop off from Aaron Rodgers last year in Green Bay and I don't know if it's any better this year in New York even if he's with the offensive coordinator that he prefers even if he's got a couple of his personal pets weapons brought in to help soothe the transition smooth the transition I should say over to New York from Green Bay I the Jets are a playoff team to me they're a wild card team but I don't think they're much more than that. And they're being placed at the books as if they're as if they may have a shot to compete in the AFC East. I mean, they're fourth right now, tied with the Ravens, fourth in odds to win the conference at 10 to 1. J-Rod, I, I just the Jets right behind. If you if you look at those tiers like we talk about in the AFC, Chiefs, Bills, Bengals. Okay, I get it. Those are the big three in the AFC. 
the next two teams you see listed on the board for the conference championship are the Jets and the Ravens, and then you get to Miami and Jacksonville? I'm sorry that it just doesn't compute for my brain. The only thing that I can see why I would believe a little bit, I would drink a little bit of the green Kool-Aid with the Jets is that that defense is really good. I mean, that defense is yeah. really good. And Robert Sala is a defensive guy. You know, I think, I think what they needed, what a lot of people believe they needed last year was just a serviceable quarterback. They didn't have a serviceable quarterback. Well, with Aaron Rodgers, they have much more than a serviceable quarterback. I don't think they need Aaron Rodgers to be the MVP of the league to throw for 4,000 yards and 40 touchdowns. Right. They don't need that. I think they've got the kind of defense that, you know, well, is it, is it, is it Bears, Ravens of that category? We'll see. But I think they just need somebody not, – not, I hate to use the word manage the game because Rodgers is much more than that. Right. They need somebody who's, who is serviceable. They were that close last year, and I think they had that. I still don't have them making the playoffs. I think that AFC East is, is – I think they're the third best team in that division. Um, now a, lot, a lot has to go wrong with Buffalo and Miami, and a lot has to go right for the Jets. Um, I still like Denver. I like Baltimore. I mean, like, who are your wild card teams, Chris? For me, it's it's in, in this order. It's Baltimore, Miami, mm-hmm. Denver for me. Yeah, I, I definitely like Baltimore because, like I said, I, I think if I trust that Todd Munkin is going to let Lamar Jackson play quarterback and not simply ask him to be another running back, then I believe that Baltimore's offense is going to be a whole lot more explosive. And that's as much belief in Lamar as it is in any receiving additions they made this offseason because I still think there's question marks there. But Baltimore is in there for me. I think there will be times this year where we ask ourselves, can they catch the Bengals? Um, I think the Dolphins, who we talked about earlier, are there in the AFC East. I don't know if they'll be there all year in the conversation with the Bills, but I do think they'll make Buffalo uncomfortable a couple of times this year when the guys wake up on Monday morning, Tuesday morning, and look at the standings as they walk into the facility. And then I think from there, if, if, if you talk about the third wildcard team, it's either, like I said, the Jets because of Rodgers and the defenses you just laid it out, the Steelers if Kenny Pickett actually develops and Najee Harris actually has the breakout year a first-round running back should have, and it's mm, those two. I, I, I can't get much deeper than nine teams in the AFC, I don't think, because I don't believe Deshaun Watson uh, will be the guy. Like we talked about earlier, he was in Houston. I don't believe in Russ Wilson. And I think that's really as deep as I can get when I talk about teams that could challenge for wild cards. So I'm sitting here giving you a very long answer to a very simple question. The Jets or Steelers are are, are probably my final wild card. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think we lost Jim for a minute again. Oh, oh okay. But so, I mean, my only my hesitation with the we'll see if we get Jim back. My hesitation with the Broncos, um, and Jim was pointing them out. I like mm-hmm. it's Russell Wilson also for me, but also like Mike McGlinchey is not a an automatic fix for like the, the Broncos offensive line. He had a lot of offensive issues line, last yeah. year in San Francisco. Yeah, so I like I don't know that that's necessarily going to be fixed. So. But, Jay, I don't know if you had any other thoughts on, like, some of the other – if there's one or other two teams that you want to just throw in as a potential wild card contender. But I, I was just – I was poo-pooing the Broncos a little bit. I, yeah. I, just, I mean, I, I, give, I, just, I respect the hell out of Sean Payton, but we'll see what he can do there. I, I just think there, there's, a, there's a great – I think the offense was the big problem in Denver last year. We, we, we actually sure. saw them play pretty good defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think having, I mean, Russell Wilson, I get it. We make fun of him, Mr. Unlimited. I get all that stuff. I mean, he deserves everything he gets, he, everything he deserves it. But I think uh, having a coach that can rein him in will make all the difference in the world for Russ. But the one thing that I keep noticing is that we're not mentioning the Chargers in any of this. Like, and to me, I, I, think, I think Justin Herbert is approaching Mike Trout Shohei Otani, like playing, just being wasted away in that organization, you know, never going to get anywhere, never going to do anything in that organization. You know, I would love to see, you know, any sort of odds of first coach fired. Uh, I hate to be the hater, but I mean, Brandon Staley would be right at the top of my list there of of first coach fired. I'm really bullish on Denver. Um, I, I think it's I think it's Baltimore and the Dolphins and that last wild card I think is 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 a bit of a fight between the Jets, the Steelers, the Chargers, and the Broncos. Yeah. Now I asked yeah, I asked this question knowing that it's not gonna happen because Chargers is across the front of their jersey and in our lifetimes it just hasn't been the case that everything goes right for the Chargers. Aren't they the most like variance team? Like the like what if everything goes right for the Chargers? If everything sure. goes right for the Chargers, they can be anyone, man. And like they yeah. have the all the talent. They've got like a, a absolutely top tier quarterback. And stay and with the chances Staley takes, if they start breaking his way, which they definitely could, I mean, everything has to go right. But it's just it's interesting to think about. If they do, they can beat anyone. Well, the the one thing about them too is that their defense should be so much and look at the collection yeah. of names on that defense. Talent, man. I mean, it's like it's a collection of, of football cards. It is. It's it's Mac. It's Bosa. It's Samuel. It's Derwin James. It's it, they've got names out the ears who should be providing that team with the pushback. But then you see them just fall melt in, in, in the the Florida heat in January. Just melt like a chocolate bar left in a little kid's pocket. And they just, I don't understand how those names fall to pieces like that. And what else does it lead you back to? You're right, Paul. It leads you back 
to coaching. It leads you back to Brandon Staley. And that's why it's a great call, J-Rod. I think when you look at first coach to be fired odds, which I don't, ha- I don't see anywhere out there right now, but when you talk about the names that should be near the top of the list as we push towards the beginning of the season, it's going to be Dennis Allen in New Orleans if he falls on his face early and can't make the most of the Derek Carr era. It's going to be Kevin Stefanski, like I talked about earlier, if he can't help Deshaun Watson find his form again. Uh, I would think McDaniels in Vegas might be on some thin ice. And then then you come back around to ex- exactly what we're talking about here. A guy who loves to roll the dice and take chances. But if you're going to do that, you got to understand it's a bit of a gamble. And if it doesn't hit, that's your butt on the line, Staley. Yeah, you know, I, and, I, and I would put Robert Sala on that list of, of possibilities of, of first fired. If, if things go sideways and, you know, mm-hmm. in the Meadowlands for him, you know, you get a grumpy Aaron Rodgers, a lot of that New York expectation that, that will live out there. Listen, I, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know what it is with the Chargers, but I will tell you this. They are great as a cover. They, they, they cover all their games. Win or lose, they cover. So I'm a big fan of them for that reason. Uh, they just find a way, a garbage touchdown late in the game. Uh, overs and covers. The Chargers find a way to do that. But, you know, if you're wanting to win a Super Bowl, it's not about overs and covers. You know what I love? We're less than 60 days from the kickoff of the NFL season. Today, 59 yes, days until the season kicks off. Can you tell we're itching just a little bit? Just a little bit for kickoff of the NFL season. (laughs) We are ready for it. And we've got some lightning bets ready for you. We get ready to wrap things up alongside Jim Rodriguez. I'm Chris Mack in for Ed, Joe, and Aaron this week on BetQL Daily. Keep it right here locked inside your Odyssey app and BetQL lightning bets. And we wrap up another edition of BetQL Daily next.